0: episode of the At Leisure podcast this is a show about sports video games movies and just basically all the things we do with our leisure time my name is brett and i'm joined by my good friend ashton what's up man you ready to get this thing uh started
1: hey man i'm excited yeah let's get going with this thing let's get it started sweet i guess
0: we'll just start by introducing ourselves um, i'm brett and i graduated uh, college with a gaming and animation bachelor's degree so that's where uh that's my claim to fame on uh, talking about games. Uh, I walked on as a baseball player because I knew I wasn't good enough to actually play. Uh, and so that was just for fun. I love sports and uh, baseball in particular. And then I wrote some articles for the 1012 Sports uh, website uh, about Texas Tech. So if, you, if this thing goes for a while, you'll learn that I'm a big Texas Tech fan. So what about you, Ashton?
1: Uh, yes. I mean, yeah, my life pretty much revolves around everything we're talking about today. So sports, video games, movies. So pretty excited to discuss all these three things. Uh, Sports-wise, I mean, I've played most sports we're going to talk about, especially ones we're talking about today. And then, heck, I even coached both. I've coached both of them for, I don't know, 10, 20 years, you know, combined as far as football and basketball, probably. And then video games, big game myself, play online a lot uh pretty good at Madden and 2K and uh hop on Warzone every now and then, you know, with you and then some other guys and yeah. yeah we eh, we had some tough nights, but you know, Oh am not sorry. <laughs> but that movies, I mean, yeah, I try to see, you know, a movie a week almost walk across the street to the movie theater and then uh get a bunch of DVDs stacked up here, but yeah, I can't wait to get started. here
0: So, when I when I'm uh, listening to a podcast, I kind of like to talk about uh, okay, who, what what are these people like? Am I going to be agreeing with them or disagreeing with them the whole time? So we just thought we'd just give our top three sports moments, top three movies, and top three games. So I'll let you go first, and we'll start with movies. What
1: are your top three movies? Start at three, uh, and then I'll give three, and then you hey, give two. All and, right, yeah, we'll do that Actually, again. all right, so you want to go first on this one? Because I'm um, going to be honest. Uh, so, well, it don't matter, but two, we <laughs> have the same. Two, we have the same movie. So just oh, to, gosh. Okay. So if you wanna, all right. It's up to you, though. All right. I tell you what. Tell no, what.
0: Let's go. let's go three. I'll go. My third favorite movie, How to Train Your Dragon 2. You've seen this, right?
1: Uh, I actually haven't. Uh, man, I've seen you the first one. You haven't seen this movie? I've heard, I've heard the second one needs to be seen, but I've yet to see oh, it. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I might do that after we get done here, actually.
0: Yeah. Talk about I've heard, movies I've heard a lot of good, good things about it. The first one was okay. Yeah. I, I remember going to the theater, the first time seeing this and thinking okay this is not gonna be anything big time but holy crap from the beginning I was like what is this who does this movie think it is like this is this is incredible uh, it's beautifully animated beautifully shot uh, and then the mm-hmm. toothless hiccup relationship best non-human relationship in movies in my opinion uh, the music's mm-hmm. great It gives me chills every time I watch it and then there's there's the one scene so powerful every time I watch it I Try to find an excuse to call my dad, but I mean the whole trilogy is amazing. But the middle one, this one, it's it's mm-hmm. it's the peak.
1: Mm-hmm. Man, I've I've heard a lot of good things about it. Like I said, I might have to check it out when we get off here because uh, it's been on my watch yeah. list for a little bit because I've heard follow you talk about it next and then I've heard other people talk about it. But yeah, maybe I'll follow yeah. up with a yeah a reaction now. I'm at your dragon too, but I'll make sure to get on that. I just a number three for my movies. I've got Shutter Island. Uh, so this is a movie with Leo DiCaprio, Leonardo DiCaprio. So this was a close call for me. This was a close call for me between this and Seven, which got Brad Pitt in it. Also a good movie, but big fan of mystery thrillers. But huge fan of Leo DiCaprio, and that's kind of what put this up here. But that combined with, like I said, Detective Mystery, which is probably my favorite type of movie. Can't go wrong with it. But that, Leonardo DiCaprio, Martin Scorsese, count me in. Oh, uh, but we're yeah, this movie, very different, Hey, different we're going to have some different, very different movies, movie yeah, kind
0: of, I can't believe uh, you like that movie. Yeah. But, I watched that movie recently. I was like, this is not it. This is not
1: for me. Hey, it's the first radar movie I saw in theaters. Oh, okay. So, uh, uh, okay. Yeah. It's, got, it's got a special place with me.
0: <laughs> Make you feel like a big boy. <laughs>
1: yeah. Heck yeah. But hey, it doesn't waste a second in time to drop you into this movie. So you start with Leo DiCaprio and then you got Mark Ruffalo, the two detectives in this movie. So they're on a ferry heading to the island to an insane insane asylum and then pretty much doesn't stop there just keeps on going so drops you right in doesn't waste a second and then the end of this movie, also pretty amazing you know so if you've seen this movie you know what i'm talking about if not you don't know what i'm talking about that's what i say you're gonna spoil it so i mean it's an old not movie. not to spoil anything spoil but it. It. the quote the quote at the end of this movie pretty pretty awesome all right so basically what and you don't got to put all this crap in here. I'm I'm going off <laughs> off the rails now, but uh, but the quote to end this movie pretty special. So what would be worse to live as a monster or to die as a good man? Just to think about that and to see him say that. Perfect, perfect ending to this movie, and overall just a great movie.
0: Yeah, yeah, that is a great line. No it's
1: literally, at least it peaks right at the end there for me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, and you kind of it kind of leaves you hanging like, oh, okay, so maybe. Without spo- well, spoiling, whatever it's been, out yeah, for yeah, twenty years now. But... <laughs> right, that's it on that one. All right, okay, so... and we and we have the same number two, huh? Believe it or not, yeah. Batman Begins. Is... It's like Batman Begins. It. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, ba- yeah, Batman Begins. I mean, you know, what else are you gonna put at number two? It better be Batman Begins. I mean, that's all I gotta say. It's gotta be.
0: Hey, if you put it at number one, we wouldn't argue with you.
1: No, because I, I mean, think though hey, most, I
0: think though this is a hot take. Like most it is, people I like Most people dark would say The Dark
1: Knight. Knight. Yeah. Most people are gonna say yeah, The yeah. Dark Knight. And it's a great movie. I mean this whole trilogy Yeah,
0: this is my top I, five to be we honest would with you. Uh, this is marginally better than The Dark Knight. Like they're both incredible movies.
1: Yeah, Dark Knight's awesome, but something about the origin tale for me, you know, uh getting to see him, his uprising and then going to the League of Shadows and his training and just the dark, gritty. Batman, that you can't beat. That, in my opinion, the the dialogue in that movie is amazing. I remember just listening
0: to it. I'm like, holy crap! How do people think of these things? Right, like everything is so quotable, and the atmosphere is like perfection. Like that Gotham is like straight out of the comic Mm. books. When he's climbing the mountain to Ra's Al Ghul, you're like, holy crap! This is so epic. This is
1: man. Do you think we've
0: seen? Do you think we've seen the best Batman movie?
1: It's gonna be tough to top, man. Because really, it makes even like so the Batman this year, pretty good movie. But when I see a Batman movie that's even okay or pretty good, I'm like, man, it's just not living up to it for we're, me. Because even comparing the one it to year, Nolan, yeah, it's good. But I'm just like, I'm comparing it to one of the top five best movies of all time, and most other comic exactly. book movies are not gonna get there or even close. Yeah. So, pretty tough to top that. Well, and that's in this movie put Nolan on my radar, and now he's my favorite director. You know, I haven't I've watched all his movies yeah. and. Hadn't seen one I didn't like. So true. Yeah. Exactly. Like I, if I showed my top I cared 10, about Nolan
0: before I cared it. about directors because of this movie.
1: Mm-hmm. You know? It's like, holy. Exactly. Shit. And then it's like now when he comes out with a movie because of this one, because of this trilogy, and then specifically because of Batman Begins, yeah, he just took off after that. And any movie, he comes out with going to be epic.
0: Yeah. He's one of the few directors that I'll watch his movie if it's about like a snail Running yeah, a race, anything. you know, yeah. like <laughs> paint drying, mm-hmm. he'll make it interesting.
1: Oh yeah, and it—it well, it was tough for me to not, not put this number, not put this movie at number one. To be honest with you, so I mean, yeah, anytime I you, you hear that, you're number one. Then anytime you hear that Batman music, man, mm, <sighs> I mean, it's, oh, I gotta yeah, get watch. I would
0: know? say in these top three movies that we say the music is going to be a big part of it too. Like they all mm-hmm. are going to have just killer soundtracks. That's part of what makes a good movie. I
1: mean, oh heck obviously. yeah, man. And then. Oh, the ending of this movie, man! When he, oh, uh, he's on, he's on the rooftop <laughs> with Gordon. He's like, oh yeah. man! And then he gives him the Joker card at the end. Mm. Yeah, best perfect tease. segue <laughs> that actually came I'll look, through. I'll look into it. You know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the one that actually came through. You know, uh-huh. just that jumps uh, off. Mm. Yeah, we could can talk Can't about this dead. movie forever. Thanks, son. I, oh, I, yeah. I,
0: I knew this was a good movie because this movie is old, right? And mm-hmm. my grandma had never seen it, and recently she came over. Watched the whole movie. She was enthralled. Like, I had just... We just had our first son, and that's her great-grandbaby, and she's watching Batman instead of paying attention to him. <laughs> I'm like, this movie's
1: rules. Yeah, it's got... Man, I mean, if it's so. got that attention, you know, I mean...
0: I know. The, there's no better compliment. <laughs> no, there's not a better... No. But, yeah, all right, not, yeah, we yeah. should move on, because let's <laughs> talk about it forever. Movie. All right, I want to hear your number one, and then uh, I'll give you mine.
1: I can go number one. It's a little... All right, so it's a little off the radar here. So, it's not exactly what I would necessarily label the best movie ever. But this is a movie that I've been watching for twenty five years that I can quote the whole movie to. I think it's more I was introduced to it so early that it's just stuck with me ever since. And Are we about to say the same movie? No, I don't think so. I bet it's gonna be a little different. I don't know, but okay. yeah, it might be. Okay. I mean, considering we just said number two the same, and I really would not expecting that one. So, uh, and <laughs> you're
0: introducing um, this movie the same way I was going to introduce mine. It's so.
1: gonna be mine's. A, so this one's gonna be a little different because it's gonna be in a different genre. All right? So this is gonna be a comedy movie. Okay. Oh, so, okay, okay. So it's not necessarily what I would say is the best movie, but my personal favorite. All right, so it's gonna be Dumb and Dumber. Okay, so Dumb this movie, and Dumber dude, is your number <laughs> okay, one. Okay. So, this movie, man, I can quote this entire movie. All right, so I've seen it probably over a hundred times, and just every time I watch it, man, <laughs> it kills me. All right, so without a doubt, it's the funniest movie I've ever seen. All right, so I'm not even saying it's the best movie, but this movie <laughs> just kills me. All right, so Harry and Lloyd just so dumb, man. It's uh, it's not even. It's they're so dumb. It's not even. They really. are so dumb. But One might say they
0: were dumb and dumber.
1: Dumb and dumber. All right, there you go. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Yes. <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh, man, I just, cannot believe just,
1: that just, I don't know. It's just, it's so quotable for me because, like I said, I've seen it for I don't know 25 years almost, you know. And he's when he's, uh, and it's just quotable. He's like, stack of marbles, a few baseball cards, <laughs> PD, <Petey>. you know. <laughs> he's something he sold, sold the stuff to the blind kid, and it's oh man, it's killer. Stuff all right. <laughs> <the blanket. laughs> so, just, I love this movie, <laughs> all right. So uh, I may have gosh. to put out, How You Met Your Dragon 2 on the back burner, so I'm watch it on number again. But, you but. Met your dragon. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know, man. That's number one for me. Dude, you're losing <laughs>
0: credibility
1: <in warm laughs> Number two was good, you know? Uh, <laughs> How You Met Your Dragon. <laughs> okay. But uh, that's one. Yeah. Okay. Well,
0: I honestly can I can't even end. ask you for more analysis of that top,
1: movie. Good luck topping yeah. that.
0: Good luck topping that. I was going to start mine with saying, I don't necessarily think this is the best movie ever made, but it is the movie that introduced me. Well, that got me excited for a franchise in a way that like has kind of obsessed my life sometimes. Uh, and that is Star Wars Revenge of the Sith. So mm, I'm a okay. big, hey, I can't, fan.
1: I, I can't blame you there, though, because that's my number one Star Wars movie. Because it's, yeah. Oh, it's, man. It's special. I
0: think... I think for our generation it was like it was like the movie for Star Wars that made Star Wars cuz like I loved Luke Skywalker and all those movies but mm-hmm. you know the technology was just too old so it was harder to just watch it for fun as a kid now now I can watch it and appreciate mm-hmm. it but then exactly. it was like no why would I watch Ben and Darth Vader like like wax sticks together when I can watch exactly. Obi-Wan exactly. and Anakin Skywalker at their peak fight on a lava planet, so exactly. Yeah. And I mean the music in that movie, like, ugh. I mean mm-hmm. John Williams is incredible. And when he dies, I hope someone just picks up how he made music and just keeps it going because it's like we're gonna be losing a Picasso or whatever. Mm-hmm. His music is so good. Like I, the love story in those in the prequels terrible, but the music, yeah, I'm music. like, I want. I wanted my wife to walk down the aisle to that music because it is love in audio form. But, oh, mm, yeah, so good. Uh, but, yeah, and the movie itself, the Revenge of the Sith, great. Shows the downfall of the Jedi. The opening, like, 20 minutes of that movie is, like, fast-paced, and you've got the the ships flying in and, like, the Clone Wars battle in, like, full force.
1: Yeah, jumps no, right in, man. I love that. Them movie. saving Palpatine right off the bat. Yes. Don't time on that a, movie either. Yeah.
0: Talk about Palpatine like being the best bat villain. Like he was. He was Thanos before Thanos. He he won.
1: He won for thirty years. Yeah, I mean he killed the whole freaking Republic. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. He didn't get props as the villain Jedi. that he should. No, yeah. I mean he overpowered thirty Jedi without them knowing that he was. Yeah, I mean the worst person, Hitler, pretty much. I mean, and I know.
0: And I know, like George Lucas wrote this with some like political undertones. Like I know, mm-hmm. like at the time it was like the Bush era, but like the idea of somebody like creating a war to gain power through a system and then using that system against like <laughs> it, I, it's just so it's so well done in the story sense. I will say mm. the dialogue is lacking.
1: And yeah, there are pretty some, much all like three movies. The, it gets better as it goes. Yeah, the dialogue yeah. and the love is a little, a little yeah. sketchy. I think I sent you a meme a about sketchy. that yesterday, actually. But yeah, it, <laughs> yeah, never-ending memes yeah. coming from those movies on the love story.
0: Never-ending memes.
1: But yeah. the fight—it's had man, second yeah. life with memes. Mm-hmm. The fight scenes, though, like you said, man, it's hard. I mean, I can remember uh, we turned on the jo- uh, John Williams soundtrack from Episode Three, and me and my brother would just reenact it, get the lightsabers out, you know. And, oh yeah. It's over. I got the ground, You know, it's, it's game over.
0: <laughs> Staple of the '90s childhood, right there.
1: Yeah, I mean, unmatched. I mean, I can still remember. Uh, I th- well, heck, it was when you and me were in high school. We might want to cut this out though. But you might want to cut this out because it may sound a little nerdier than I was wanting to. <laughs> yeah. I remember I said twenty. You know, <laughs> Uh, yeah, we'll cut this. Part. No, we weren't twenty. We were
0: sixteen. You know, sixteen. Yeah, we were sixteen. Yeah, yeah,
1: sixteen. But now, nah, when speaking they did the honest, re-release. Mm-hmm. But yeah, speaking on uh, uh, Revenge of the Sith, man, I can still remember because, you know, movies at that time would only have midnight releases, and then they would come out Friday. Yeah. Now, now everything starts sooner. But so I can still remember I was at school fr- Wednesday I was, sometimes. I was at school Friday, and I got called up to the office that I was leaving for the day. I was like, "What's going on?" And then, just so happened, somebody was picking me up to take me to go see Episode 3 during school. So like it's about to be a good day, you know? What? And then, so, I got to do that, and then, man, I'm with you. This is by far the best Star Wars movie, in my opinion. And not that any of the others are lacking, besides the most recent ones, but there's some heavy contenders here. But, Episode 3, man, yeah. just the fight scenes, and then just the climax uh, the climax of that whole prequel trilogy just wraps it up real nice. Glad you agree. Glad you agree. Yeah, no, hey, good, hey respect. My, my number one mind is yeah, yeah. respectable, but yours, you know, props <laughs> to you. It's not quite Yeah, good one, we've but, lost
0: credibility in the first
1: know. part here, I know. Hey, hey, we'll so we'll get it back here with the you – know? uh, I mean, hey, yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. For interpretation. We'll get it back here with the the games list. So. Oh, definitely. All
1: right, so I'll get it started here on the games list. Uh, coming at number three, so these, is, uh, these games – Nowadays, I play a lot online, but these games I'm going to be talking about was before online was really a big thing, so – The story modes are key, and then basically just the open world is going to be a big thing for me in all these. But coming to number three, I got Midnight Club 3, Dub Edition. And I'm not a big race car fan myself. You know, I'm not a big uh, racing game. That's not really my thing. But this basically – so something stood out to me on this, Midnight Club 3, Dub Edition. If you remember this, if anybody that's played this, you might not have. But basically it's an open world racing game almost. So you've got the story mode where – everything's customizable and that's a big thing that's pretty neat to do on ps2 because you can customize your car in a hundred different ways you can put different uh different colors on it different neon on it different rims different wheels anything that you can think of you can change it and basically just having that whole custom customization from anything on the cars and then also it has so many cars in the game you got full creative control over all the cars there's like a 100, 300 cards in that game that you can edit. And nowadays, I'm not a fan of racing games at all. But something about this one, just, man, I don't know. Something about being able to race against the computer and then being able to customize my car, it's just something you can't beat, in my opinion. What? What, What system did you play this on? So this is on PlayStation 2, all right? So, yeah, so I played this game on PS2. So it came out in 2005. And so this... Been a while since I, I hadn't played this game in forever. But, and then I don't even know. If yeah, I played I've never heard of Midnight this Club. game. I didn't even play another Midnight Club in than this game. As I was gonna say, to be I've, honest, I've but heard but of Midnight game, Club,
0: but that one specific.
1: Yeah, so this one specifically, because it's just the, the amount of customization that you could do is pretty cool. Hmm. You know, so you can customize anything on the car, you can chop the top off the car if you wanted to. And I mean, yeah, it just entertaining and endless hours are just, uh, I can still remember going over to a friend's house. Uh, in junior high, playing this because it was just there was so much you could do on it. It was just fun to play, fun to watch people customize the cars, anything.
0: Yeah, I love how deep of a cut that is. I don't. <laughs> I wonder how many lists on the world <laughs> if that is their third favorite game.
1: Probably not many. So, uh, to yeah. be, I can remember going over to Drake's house and playing this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny.
0: Hey, you know, cool cars, middle school—that's kind of the thing. Yeah. All man, right. Yeah. Well, my number three. Definitely more recent. I'll admit, I still play these open world games a lot. So number three, though, that kind of alternates with my number two back and forth all the time. Mm -hmm. Zelda Breath of the Wild. That game is the reason I bought a Switch. And at first I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to buy a Switch. I'll wait to play Zelda. And then everyone was telling me this might be the greatest game ever made. I'm like, okay, well, I can't not Mm -hmm. play the greatest game ever made. So I uh, borrowed my cousins, shout out to him if he's listening, thanks for that, but uh, I borrowed my cousins, and I played that game for a week straight on my Christmas break, and I probably slept every night for four hours, just so so that I was able to get enough sleep to play the game some more. I beat it in that week, and I, I had so much fun. That game is incredible. The world is huge playing it for the first time, I was like, I feel like a kid again. Like, sometimes, you know how you play a game and you get about halfway through and you're like, what am I doing? Like, I'm, (laughs) I don't know. I should probably be doing something productive. But this game, never even crossed my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The loading screen, exactly. Like, oh, But, not this game. Loading screen, I was like, thinking about, okay, what am I going to do next? How, like, how should I solve this puzzle? Like, Um, if you've played it at all you know it's addictive and like there's one moment where you find the master sword and the way you find it is so genius it is just Mm -hmm. like like i made an audible noise when i figured it out i was like holy cow this is an amazing game and you can climb anywhere the physics in that game are incredible like it makes the game in endlessly replayable because like you can do so much like light the grass on fire get a parachute and fly across the map you know or Mm -hmm. that like if you you watch like videos now people are like throwing bombs under their feet and blowing up to the other side of the map i never got that crazy but Mm -hmm. the game itself is just awesome sometimes you'll beat a a, like a dungeon and you'll feel like you're cheating because it's like what was this how they wanted me to solve Mm -hmm. this or am i just breaking the game but that's part of the fun of it so
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: that game. That game rules. If you yeah. haven't played that game, play that game. Mm.
1: At least. A and way. heck, yeah. And so I actually I don't own a Switch, and I haven't played any games on Switch, but I've played this game. Okay, so I'm a big fan of the older oh, okay. Zelda games, and so when I heard about this one, I heard somebody talking about it. Not, it wasn't you actually this time, but but <laughs> somebody else was talking about the Zelda games. This one or this newest one. I was like, yeah, I'll check it out. And like you said, just the. The fact that you can just climb almost anything, you know, and being able to being able to interact with so many different things in it, pretty, pretty, and, I mean, pretty awesome. I and mean, the music, know, yeah. man, like the music yeah, exactly. is so simple,
0: but it's like the piano. Mm-hmm. Like games still try to. I think the new Pokemon game they they walked mm-hmm. out, and you are like, okay, they're trying to do a Breath of the Wild kind of piano yeah, exactly. like riff as exactly. you look over the cliffside, mm-hmm. and, and it was pretty for the Switch. It's incredible. It's like such a smart way to use the graphics because like the game looks good. Hey, and yeah the, exactly you know the, exactly. the hardware for the switch mm-hmm. is weak sauce but
1: it yeah, doesn't agreed. matter
0: it still looks good
1: mm-hmm. yeah which makes it yeah all that much more special yeah because if yeah. it's like it's so unique yeah, to that
0: yeah if they tried the for the realism they would have uh mm-hmm. well they'd probably landed like my second game that i'm going to talk about so yeah i think that if zelda had tried to be realistic it would have landed like skyrim on the switch which is my mm-hmm. second game skyrim boy i love skyrim and like I said, it alternates with Zelda Breath of the Wild all the time. Like one and two and three, two and three there. But uh, man, playing this game for the first time was like a revelation in what video games could be. Like you turn it on, there's the epic orchestra chanting music. And then, you know, you you go through the incredibly long intro that is like a meme by now, which is hilarious. Mm-hmm. But even that I'm kind of nostalgic for. I like doing that. Uh, but... Man, you walk through that game and every frame is a painting. Uh, You know, it's like dramatic views everywhere you go. Um, You know, the exploration is unmatched. You know, I've played this game so many times and I've never played it the same way twice. Uh, I keep finding new things that happen in that game. Uh, And like, I dogged the graphics earlier and yeah, the graphics are still pretty bad, but somehow the game still feels beautiful. I think it's because of like those dramatic views everywhere. But. You know, you look down and the texture is just a flat plane. You, you, the, the immersion's gone, but I still play the game. It's still amazing. Uh, the quests, golly, the writing in this game, like it takes so many twists and turns and like everything escalates. Like, you know, you walk in and you're like, I'm going to ruin this one quest. If you haven't played Skyrim, play Skyrim. Uh, I don't know what you're doing, but there's one quest where you walk in in these like into this abandoned hut and there's one guard there. And he's like, hey, are you here for the skooma? And you're like, I, I guess so. And then he leads you to a basement. And then there's all these people like like being drugged. And you're like, holy cow, this is like an undercover skooma thing. And then all of a sudden it goes a level deeper. You, you like bust that and you see, holy cow, this is a cover for a vampire lair. And then you're fighting vampires and you discover, okay, there's a master vampire in here that's like feasting on a town. And they're using the skooma to like drug these people, drag them in, so that he can eat them. And it's like that's such good writing. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's just you—you uh, you just discover that. You know, that's not even part of the yeah. main quest. Yeah, well,
1: that's what and that game. The, yeah, just there's so much, so many hours you can play it. I mean, endless hours because so there's just many. always something to can find.
0: Yeah, and I like the com- even... combat gets stale, and you know, like it's it's old mm. now for sure. But there's so many like skill trees that you can like. You can make it fun, like I never, I never get bored of the combat, even though it's so basic,
1: because mm-hmm.
0: they just well, give you so many customizable options.
1: Yeah, exactly, and that's what it's just so open. I mean, I think, I think I've personally witnessed you play this game for about a month, probably. Uh, oh, dude, at your house. So, I mean, it's just there's so <laughs> many hours. That you can, I mean, you can when this game, game came out, so it like
0: absorbed do. my life.
1: So, I mean, because I, I legit, I think I've seen you. As a whole, I think I've seen you play this game for about a month, probably. Like you know, that's how, and that's not <laughs> yeah. even half. I mean, this game, yeah, you could play it forever. I mean, and still be fun. Yeah. And stuff. Yeah, it's awesome, I, and I know
0: now there are mods for the PC to make it even better. Yeah, but I just, yeah. I just mostly play the base game because I don't know. Well, mostly because it's on the Switch, and that's been the easiest thing for me to play mm-hmm. right now.
1: But mm-hmm. yeah, and then all right, so my number two, all right, we got the video game called Gun, okay? You probably haven't heard of this game. It was kind of – it kind of came and went by. Dude, I, but
0: I love your your picks. They're so, so deep.
1: So, these are way different from the video games I play now. You know I mean? You talk to me now and I play, you know, 2K online, Warzone. Madden online, and Warzone. And that's about it. Yeah. I don't play any story yeah. mode games. I don't play any – yeah, I don't play any story mode games, mainly all sports and uh, <laughs> war games. If it's not online, yeah, I don't play it, but – hey these made the these made me the game i own today you know i wouldn't be i wouldn't be in the greatest of all time category in 2k if it would have. uh-huh
0: yeah you know? so <laughs> yeah right that's, right
1: yeah yeah maybe but all right so this game all right so yeah gun i played this game on the xbox 360 so it's been a while so if you don't know what this game is which probably the majority of you don't right uh can assume you don't but basically no, think no. all right so think sync like uh so Red Dead Redemption before Red Dead Redemption. Okay. So it's like GTA almost. So basically Grand Theft Auto open world Wild West game. All right. So if you've ever seen the TV show Westworld, kind of similar to that. So you can basically just ride around on a horse. She you can.
0: You're telling me this game is like can Westworld.
1: Whatever. I mean, kind of, well, not necessarily robot wise, but I'm saying imagine. Okay. So if Westworld was real life, like you could go to that park. Like this is what the park is. Okay. So basically. Okay. You can be a cowboy, you can ride around, you can help people, you can do the opposite of helping people if you want, Uh, not going to get into those specifics here, but I mean you can, it's a good game. So think GTA, but Wild West, you know, so yeah, you get to ride on horseback though instead of riding in cars and this game is just amazing, like kind of similar to Skyrim as far as open world and you've got basically stuff you can interact with all over, you know, so basically... No matter where you go, no matter what saloon you walk into, no matter what bar you walk into, there's going to be something that you can do there. Even if you're out in the middle of nowhere, you'll come across somebody that's got a horse or that needs a, has a wanted sign that you have to go find this person that they want you to find. And so there's just endless hours of fun that you can have with this game. But yeah, it was awesome. I mean, you kind of just have free reign. So it's got a little story mode, but also you can kind of just run around, you know, you can do whatever you want and, Basically, you're just cowboy in the wild west, and I mean, the world is yours. You can do whatever the heck you want.
0: That sounds very much like Red Dead.
1: Yeah, have you played so I, Red Dead. Yeah, I have played Red Dead, and I've actually okay. Yeah, I mean, I've, I'm in the process of beating the second one uh, currently because I know it's way years later. But uh, oh man, uh, the internet was down one day, so I, yeah, uh, decided to play it instead of my <laughs> online stuff. You know, but. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I mean, so basically Red Dead before Red Dead. And I don't know if okay. Red Dead took any inspiration from this or not, but it's it's pretty similar to my number one game as far as some of the aspects, but not necessarily Wild West was. Okay. What's your number one game? Right, so number one, I've got similar. So basically open world game, you know, think GTA. but it, uh, So think GTA, but at a high school level. Okay. So high school versus GTA. And we've got Bully. All right, so you may have heard of this game. It's called Bully. I have. And so I've re- I've replayed this game so many freaking times, man. I'll be honest. So similar to my number two, you know, like gun. it's basically, again, like I said, GTA with the high school version. All right, so freaking Jimmy Hopkins is the main character. You can customize – and I'm a big fan of being able to customize stuff, you know. So you can customize your hair, your outfit, shoes, I mean, everything. So you can go to, the, go to town, get a haircut – buy some different clothes. I mean, you can go to school. If you don't go to school, the hall or the prefix is what they're called in this. They're going to come find you. If you get out of line, the prefix or the cops are going to search for you. So like they would in GTA, you know, your star rating goes up. But basically the more or the more trouble you get into, basically, the more they're going to try to find you. So basically the stars on GTA, but like you're in high school, you know. But high school. Yes. I mean, you got to fight this dude named Russell. All right. So he's this big old dude. Think water boy, you know, I mean, think, think water boy <laughs> this big old dude. You got to fight and he's just this little kid in high school. And this dude, yeah, I mean, he's a monster. Like he's the water boy pretty much. I mean, and so you basically, basically the point of this game is you have to help all these different groups of people. So every different click. So, you know, you've got the, uh, group, you've got the nerd group, you've got, the cheerleaders, you've got the science club, you got basically a whole bunch of different clubs, and so you end up you end up kind of having to help every every which group you know come together in some way. And so, basically, at certain points they don't like you, and then other points they will like you, and so you kind of have to fight every group, and then also befriend every group throughout the whole game. And similar after you beat it, you just, it's just open world, so you can just roam around and do whatever. And it's just an amazing game. They actually got a remastered version now on the PS Four and Xbox One. If you ever want to try. That's that's only the only
0: reason I know about it cuz ain't no way. I've played that, I played that game yeah, when I was Yeah, younger. exactly like, yeah
1: because it was yeah PS2 so it's been out yeah, yeah a long time.
0: That's crazy. Yeah, no I I had no desire to play that game but now I have a, a little bit. If it's your number one game, that's that's saying something.
1: Man, it's pretty fun, man. Uh yeah, my brother actually sent me a video the other day that he was playing it on PS4, the remastered one cuz we both <laughs> played it on ps2 so yeah i mean it's yeah it's still proud still proud brother day, moment you know? you're like ah, it's still yes. fun to this day i mean yeah
0: okay maybe i'll give it a try i guess you tell me you watch how to train your dragon 2 and i'll tell you i've played yeah 2.
1: we'll do yeah we'll do that all right so what do you got yeah. number one
0: i got number one so that it's kind of cheating on the list but i'm just gonna put pokemon like okay. if there's a pie chart of how i've spent my life like time of my life i bet pokemon would take up a visible amount of that that chart like, I've played a lot of Pokemon. Uh, I remember it's the first video game that I ever got. I remember getting it at my grandparents' house and putting it into the Game Boy Advance and sitting on the couch, playing it for a little bit, playing it for a little bit more, and then, like, like remember, like, holding it and thinking, this is, a like, a, like a moment in my life. Like, this is changing the way that my life is going to go. Because I was like, this is incredible. I'm, I don't know. Pokemon Crystal still I play that once a year just kind of because nostalgia but also because I just like the game a lot, um, and it's like the Johto version you know it was like oh you only thought there were 150 Pokemon well now there's 170 something mm. and now there's even more than that but and they keep reiterating it and they don't change the formula because they don't have to they know like fighting through an escalating challenging region with your selected group of like little monsters isn't going to get old for anybody. It hasn't gotten old in 20 plus years. And it's like a game I can't wait to play with my son one day. You know, it's just, it's just really cool. And it's kind of, you know, kind of a wholesome game. Like it's definitely, it's definitely something that anyone of any age can enjoy. I I don't know if I would give it to you now and say, Hey, you should play Pokemon for the first time ever as a Mm -hmm. 20 something year old adult. But I think I think you might could still enjoy it. You know, plenty of twenty year olds mm-hmm. enjoy it like I do, and I don't know. It's just great. It's a great franchise. There's a reason. It's like my comfort food. I know I'm not alone. There's a reason. It's like the largest franchise in the world. I think I think it's pushing like 118 billion dollars worth of like I don't know. I guess merchandise, but crazy,
1: crazy, crazy success. Pokemon. Oh yeah, definitely, man. Pokemon, and yeah, we we don't always play the same type of games, you know. But Pokemon, man, that you go, it, or I mean, you think about how far back it goes. I mean, because yeah, I can remember playing on the it's game. Been, Boy it's code been around since time. we've been alive. Uh, for been sure. playing on Nintendo sixty four. I mean, and that's even before that, you know. I mean, and there's so many different things you can do with it. Whether it's the battle royale game, whether it's just yeah, simple Pokemon on game. Yeah, Boy, so like many spin-offs I mean, Yeah, so, Pokemon so Go. So yeah, Pokemon Go, yeah, that was a Pokemon crazy, Go was like, like our Go, one Pokemon moment of Go, yeah. world peace for like two months. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I mean, yeah, it just there's so many different things you can do with it, and so I mean, I still, I, mean, I got Ash catch them hat in my closet right now. Actually, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, <laughs> gotta just catch them all. just a
0: culture shaping uh, franchise.
1: Exactly, I mean, yeah, got to catch them all.
0: I guess we can we can move into our sports heavy part of the the podcast. So if you're here for sports, uh, hopefully maybe I'll timestamp it so that we can skip to this.
1: This. If point. you made it to but, this point, yeah, we'll, we'll
0: go fan. our top you're three our sports
1: fan. moments. What? No, no. no. So, so, if a, so if you made it to this point, you're our number one fan because you're our only fan. <laughs> yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs> uh, thanks,
1: Grandma. Yeah. <laughs> she got a shout out.
0: She got a shout out in the episode. <laughs> Oh gosh.
1: All right. All right. I can start us off on this one. Do it. Uh, all right. So diving into the sports category. All right. So starting number three for me. So basically on all three of these, we're gonna have some of my favorite teams as far as their more recent moments that were pretty good. So as a Texas fan, it might be a little less recent, you know, unfortunately. But uh yeah. Alright, so okay. but number three, all right. So I'm not only am I a Texas fan, but I'm also a huge Ohio State fan. So coming at number three, we've got their Classic. 2014 college football playoff championship. So if you remember that one, so they won. That was the first year ever of the college football playoff back in 2014, and the Buckeyes won it. So their team was pretty stacked. I mean, they had – you know, you got Zeke. You got Curtis Samuel, Michael Thomas. Then on D, you got Eli Apple, Vaughn Bill, Joey Bosa. I mean, all NFL players. So, I mean, the team was pretty legit. So beside them, I mean – So you had Braxton Miller and JT Barrett at quarterback. And so basically before the year, Braxton Miller gets hurt, and he's been an All-American before this, you know, for a couple years. And JT Barrett comes in, does some work, even though Braxton Miller got hurt. So JT Barrett comes in as the backup, you know, and then leads them to the Big Ten Championship. So, I mean, he's been balling. He's been getting after it. And then in the regular season finale against Michigan, JT Barrett gets injured. All right. And so now we got to go to the third-string quarterback, and so, my man Cardell Jones steps in and balls out. You know, he just goes off in the championship. <laughs> and so, in the Big Ten championship, we just beat the crap out of Wisconsin. 59 to nothing. All gas, no gra- no brakes, baby. All gas, no brakes. Holy
0: breaks. crap, I forgot about
1: that. I think I just said all gas, no grapes. So, let's, let, me let me get back to that <laughs> one. Yep. All right, so after they beat the crap out of Wisconsin, after they just destroy them and steamroll them in the college – or after they just steamroll them in the Big Ten championship – they go on to beat two of the best teams in the college football playoff. So, I mean, they beat Alabama in the semifinal first off. So, they got the bad matchup on that one. So, they make the semifinal, beat Alabama 42-35. to Cardo Jones, third stringers, had to step in. I mean, playing the three biggest games of his life. I mean, Big Ten championship, college football, semifinal, and then the college football playoffs final, which is going to be in second. So, they beat Bama. Then they go on to beat Oregon 42, 42 to twenty. I mean, imagine that your first three games of starter, Big Ten Championship, semifinal, and then the college football championship. I mean, it's yeah. You can't beat that. That's for if you want I mean, he, if you're a competitor, yeah, throw me in. I mean, it sucks that, you know, our quarterback went down. But for the third trainer to be able to come in and then lead you to a championship, I mean, that's freaking unheard of. And even though the team was pretty stacked, I mean, just being able to watch this team go to work and win the First college football playoff, you know, and having a third string quarterback while doing it, pretty awesome. And spoiler alert, they're going to win it again this year, but we'll get to that later.
0: <laughs> Cardell, I think he he rode those three games to a high draft pick just to
1: yeah. I mean, fizzle yeah, out in the uh, league, can't do much after that, you know. But, uh, <laughs> no. but which made it, it made actually he literally
0: so, played three games and then his last one was an NFL game, and you're like,
1: yeah, because okay. I mean. Him doing this made it so difficult for them the next year because all three of them came back the next year. So yeah. I mean, you have to choose. Yeah. Like, okay, so he was the third stringer. We've got Braxton Miller. So let's move him to receiver. And then you got JT Barrett, which is a better quarterback than Cardo Jones. But Cardo Jones just wants a freaking championship. So what do we do? I mean, <laughs> yeah. So And yeah. then, yeah.
0: Also, fun fact, I think you know this, but I went to middle school with JT Barrett.
1: You did, yes. I mean, yeah. Not yeah. most people. That's right. That. So, so, yeah. Claim to fame. I mean, yeah, shout out to yeah. JT Barrett.
0: Shout if out, yeah. if JT's listening. All right, my uh, my th- my third place top three sports moment
1: uh, is the Josh Hamilton Home Run Derby. Have you watched this or did you watch it at the time? I did watch this actually. So when the Rangers were kind of having their run of being good, I really started watching baseball a lot, you know what I mean? And so, yeah, yeah I got to I remember this. Yeah, I got to remember this,
0: this. This is like peak, so basically, <laughs> peak I've always loved era. baseball. Yeah. <laughs> well just, <kidding. laughs> yeah. just one. Yeah. Not no no no. You this is a little after that. You know, peak steroid era, that was like that was Bonds and you know, Maguire and well it anyways, that's off that's off topic. But you know, I've always loved baseball, but you know, I didn't always love watching it. I think it's like a sport that you grow to love as you get older. Like now I watch every game if I can and you know, I soak it all in. But uh, at the time, I was just like, meh, it's a, it's a slower sport. You know, I'll stick to watching football, sometimes basketball. But, boy, this Home Run Derby, like, I, I never watched the All-Star stuff, but that was like, Josh Hamilton was our guy. So I watched this Home Run Derby, and it was incredible. Like, they're chanting his name. Um, do you remember how, like, the format is in, in those Home yeah, Run Yeah, it's different you now, it? right? I mean, it's a lot yeah, different, it's different now, now than
1: now. it was back then. So. Yeah. Yeah. Then, do you most, remember yeah. it though? I, I remember exactly what it was like because I know it's changed since. So he, the old format was you had ten outs, meaning you had you, it you hit like the 10 ball non home runs or something. Yes, ten
0: non home okay. runs. Yes, that's the best way yeah. to say it. And so he hit twenty eight home runs and set the record in that format. Twenty eight wow. home runs out of I guess thirty eight pitches. Twenty eight of them were home runs. Jeez. And his swing is just so pure. Like watching it. It's beautiful. It's like watching home runs is always satisfying, but there's something Mm -hmm. like, like gratifying about watching Josh Hamilton swing a bat. I don't know. It's just so smooth. I I watched so much Rangers baseball after that. It was, uh, it was really just to watch him for a long time. And then it was just now I'm a a Texas Ranger fan through and Mm -hmm. through, but Man, Josh Hamilton's swing and and that moment it was just it was one of the most incredible things I've ever watched. He didn't win it. <laughs> he didn't win it. It's, there's they, a theme they, with they the home run derby. Out. Like whoever yeah. does
1: the best doesn't all
0: doesn't normally win it.
1: But yeah, tie yourself out in that first yeah that first row. exactly. Yeah, was yeah. Yeah. Catch you he put soon. on a show yep. and then you're at the mm-hmm. end
0: you're you're swinging. You can barely feel mm-hmm. your arms and your whole body hurts. <laughs> but, dude, this it was, it was awesome. I kind of kind of made me start loving watching baseball. Mm-hmm.
1: So. That was yeah, a big hopefully one. the Rangers can get back to that soon. You know that level that they yeah. had in that little time period. Yeah.
0: Fired old JD. That's another thing. Yeah. I I love JD as a I don't know as a GM just because it's like we almost did it. We were so close. just so close. Yeah. But anyways, that's another thing. Yeah. Uh, you want to go to number two? You want mine?
1: Yeah, I got it. If you want, yeah. All right, so now coming in at number two for me on my top sports moments, we've got staying in the same year as my first one. We've got the Spurs 2014 NBA Championship. So, basically, this one was was tough, okay, because we should have won it the year before, 2013. (laughs) Pop, what the heck are you doing? But we'll get to that in a second. So, basically, the Spurs get revenge on the Heat's big three. So, you know, LeBron, D. Wade, Chris Bosh, not one, not two. That team, basically. So, like I said, we should have won it the year before. They even rolled out the freaking O'Brien trophy before a. Allen hit the three. Pop, man, I don't know. You let me coach the team, we would have won a championship. But <laughs> put Tim Duncan in the freaking game. That's all I gotta say. Okay. So he got our best player of all time. You take him out for the rebound. I mean, we had the game sealed. They rolled out the trophy. Even the, the NBA thought we were winning. The NBA thought we had the championship in the back. All we had to do was get the rebounds game over, and you take out the best player in Spurs history that would have got the rebound. Just, I mean, what the heck are you thinking? I don't know. I digress. But, anyways, so, I mean, this series really had the emergence of my boy Kawhi. All right. So, 22 year old Kawhi shows up, balls out, primary defender on LeBron, locks him up, averages 17.8 points a game. This is Kawhi. And eventually he's going to win finals and MVP in this series. But this is kind of – this is the real introduction to Kawhi. I mean – That dude, when they, he felt like such a Spurs player.
0: I cannot man, believe dude, what uh,
1: happened. It, uh, it, yeah, we don't got to talk about that. Uh, <laughs> keep going. Keep that, keep living that, in the good kills times. That Spurs fan. That kills me as a Spurs fan. Because, I mean, we had another 20 years of excellence. and we just Yeah. I yeah. mean, we had to disagree with him. If your best player is hurt, he's hurt. Okay? Let him say he's hurt. I'm fine with <laughs>
0: <laughs> but
1: anyways, okay, so yeah, Kawhi would win his first finals MVP in this 2014 finals, you know, so locking up LeBron, going off, scoring 18 a game, and so leading the Spurs to their first title since 2007, and Spurs won't be winning another one anytime soon, that's all I gotta say. But, uh, so, this one's got a special place in my heart, because, yeah, we're not gonna win another one anytime soon, since y'all ran Kawhi off, but, <laughs> yeah, not so we'll leave it at that. Pop retired already.
0: Pop, if you're listening to this, uh, we'd love to have you on. Uh, we can have an interview with Ashton.
1: We might have to cut some of this. <laughs> I'm a coach. I you. Can can bleep you. <laughs> I want district championship uh, up.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch uh, who you talking to. All right, my my number two. You know, I just got to say, I'm a Mavs fan, so my number two or my number one should probably be the 2011. Uh, championship, uh, but it's not. Sorry, Dirk. I'm just I'm going through. I was trying to do the three moments of my three favorite sports, and NBA basketball is just my fourth favorite sport, so it just
1: got out of the top three.
0: Mm-hmm. My second moment is Super Bowl 49, the Malcolm interception.
1: Okay, yeah, That's, yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely. Yeah, I can picture that. Around. I
0: I didn't have a dog in the race for this one. I'm mm-hmm. a Cowboy fan, and unfortunately, since I've been born, the Cowboys decided they were going to just be terrible so yeah i'm the
1: only patriots fan around here so you know so yeah not too many of i us. mean
0: well you're a texas fan uh an ohio state fan a patriots fan uh spurs fan we can kind of tell what fan you are ashton and
1: that's okay well, texas, texas you, know, sucks you know now so i don't know am not sure your argument yeah. holds texas up, you well know.
0: texas that's well okay <laughs> that's why you're an ohio state
1: fan that's what i'm saying
0: <laughs> you're the no, classic no, texas fan no <laughs> sorry I'm this, this up, is not da- dog ashton time this is yeah this is uh, my second favorite uh...
1: podcast. What, what the hell is
0: this? <laughs> yeah, what are we doing? Uh, but yeah, dude, this this game was incredible. This is like, I think it might be my favorite NFL game. Like, it's the one that I remember the most. So it was so back and forth, and it ended in such an absurd and unpredictable way. Like, have you, do you, on yeah, YouTube, I mean, have you seen the secret base uh, YouTuber? He mm, has I a no.
1: he has a video on this that you should watch. It's phenomenal. No, I'd say I mean yeah you're right I mean the Seahawks had it in the bag. so I mean dude
0: yeah. in the bag. all they had
1: to do was not do this all they had to do was not do what they did yeah they the yeah and so I mean that ruined And you I said mean, you're
0: a, you're you said you're a Patriots fan I think I'm a Tom Brady fan just cuz I like saying we were around to watch the greatest QB of all time you know
1: Yeah and I was going to like my saying company. I was or, there I, when Babe Ruth played baseball Yeah and so that's kind of what I would say I mainly I don't know I won't even necessarily call me a Patriots fan, but I'm a non-hater. It's more of a respecter. Yes. you know, what I mean, okay. like I respect yeah. what they do. You know, we're so, there. Yeah, that's I, I, that's I'm, how I. I'm am. a Spurs fan. Patriots, I'm just yeah, I'm a respecter. You know, I respect what they do. Yes, yes, Bill yes. Belichick. Yeah. Okay,
0: okay, it's a little more respectable. <laughs> and you know, back then the Seahawks were annoyingly good. Like something about them just mm-hmm. rode me the wrong way. And like they were entertaining with Marshawn, but they're like self their self-named legion of boom and you know them calling like everyone was calling brady wash at the beginning of that season Mm -hmm. i don't know i I think this game just proved that football is just the best sport it it was it's just this game really solidified that in my mind Mm
1: -hmm. no i'm with you i mean yeah super bowl is the biggest event of the year and if it when it's good and when it's this good i mean when it comes down to the last play i mean yeah you can't you can't beat the it's so great i mean even when i even when i didn't have a person in the fight. I was just like this exactly. is such a I mean, people don't even watch football, watch Super Bowl cuz it's just such a yeah. such a big event and when it's a good one, I mean, you can't top that.
0: All right. I uh you want to you want to give <laughs> your number one?
1: You got it. Cuz <coughs> I got something to say. I got <laughs> it.
0: <laughs> so uh I think you might know what my number one's going to be. Uh you are a Texas fan and I am a Texas Tech fan, and there's only one time where I could really hang Um, My hat on uh, being the Red Raider fan Over the Texas fan And that is 2008 The Crabtree catch Mm. Like this If you can't tell This 2008 year sparked my love of sports Like The the home run derby This catch I mean such a good year Um, And you know as a lifelong Tech fan This is obvious number one choice for me Uh, If you remember that game started with the safety And we were just piling it on Piling it on and then y'all, y'all came back and actually took the lead in the fourth. Uh, and then that was like a oh, classic Texas Tech choke. <laughs> and then we almost did choke it. Yeah, y'all dropped the interception on the game-winning drive. Uh, yep,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. Such a good guy. Well, I I mean, if name. I could give that guy some money, I would. Because he, uh, he, he gave us a moment
1: in history. Yeah, if I remember your name as a safety, not good. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. But yeah, Martin
0: that... That, that cab, crab Crabtree catch happened and I stayed up all night replaying that moment in my head. I mean I even watch those highlights now like often um, mostly because we don't have anything recent to really be happy about. but
1: man yeah, with you there. Uh,
0: I just I love college football more than any other sport. There's just something about there's just something about it. the pageantry of it, the, the stadiums like pro football is great and the athletes are probably just superior throughout the league but there's mm-hmm. something about having like everyone in college was the best player in their high school. And sometimes like the best player their high school ever produced. And then they're going up against everyone else's best player. And it's like, mm-hmm. sometimes you have a guy who's going to be like a lawyer and he's going against a guy who's going to be a nine time pro bowl and they're going to go and they're going to be on the same field. And sometimes that lawyer is going to beat the pro bowler. And it's just, mm-hmm. it's so cool. And that's kind of like a metaphor for like the whole thing of like, there's just such underdogs that if an underdog wins in college football, it just means more. Like, yeah. so what if the Browns beat the Patriots? Everyone's a professional. You know? It's like yeah. there's no there's no 100%. real victory there other than like it's hard to win an NFL game. But you know, not much of it. I mean it's an upset, but it's not
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's not shocking. It's it's not a moment that people exactly. will like cling exactly.
1: to forever. Yeah. When well, every game just college so
0: football much. college sports just they produce those moments in a way that pro exactly. sports cannot.
1: I'm so. with you 100%. I mean, even talking about how we just talked about the Super Bowl being such a big sport or such a big deal. I mean, college football, by far, my favorite sport to watch. And then the college basketball tournament also. Just, you know, college, like you were saying, in general, yes. just can't yeah. Uh, yeah, can't top it. And in college football, every game just means so much. I mean, I can remember as far as what you're talking about that year because – because Tech, Texas, and Oklahoma—all three of them—was like, which one are we going to pick to go to the uh, college national football championship? championship? Yeah, the national championship. Yeah. Because all three of them lost to each other, so it's like, who? What do we do? Yeah. Which one do we put in? And so, yeah, I mean, it's just every game means so much. I mean, and that was like Pete Big Twelve too. Yeah, exactly. I mean, because yeah, Tech Tech was, was legit. True. when what are we talking about now? I mean, all that was yeah. yeah Oklahoma, Texas, and Tech are all in the top five. I mean, during this time. I mean, <laughs> All right, so commenting on your number one, first off, shout out Chris Beard. Uh, but so, opposite of uh, your number uh, one, hey, hook them, baby. You know, hook them. Uh, right, so like I said, like man. I said at the beginning of this podcast, you know, I was going to be in sports. We got California, Mark Adams, kinda, we're better off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, maybe <laughs> for now, because you still got Chris Beard's players, but, you know, for now. Uh, but, but, so like I said, I'd be reliving, you know, the best, most recent moment. Uh, you know, in my team's his history, I guess. So, as a Texas fan, it's been rough for a little bit. Uh, last year was rough, but you know, we're on we're on the up and up. Going back to number number one, all right, So obviously, Vince Young. You know, so there could only be one. And then the Longhorn fan of me automatically goes to that Rose Bowl game with Vince Young versus USC. Reggie Bush, Matt Leinart. I mean, epic game. They still, classic. I mean, they show this game every year on ESPN just because it's that classic of a game. I mean. It, yeah, I mean it's a battle for the ages, granddaddy of them all and, you know, the Rose Bowl. I can still remember watching this game. I mean, as a kid, or hold on. <coughs> were we kids then? I don't know. But uh No, yeah, we were definitely kids. Were we kids
0: then? Right, let me start this. <laughs> Bro, you were like <laughs> you're less than ten years old. <laughs>
1: you're right. No, I think. Yeah. But, yeah, I can still remember watching this movie, jumping on the couch when Vince Young ran in that LS touchdown at the right pylon. You know, I can still remember just jumping up on the couch, you know, going crazy. Hook them, baby.
0: Man, I'm and not I, even a I Texas mean, fan. And yeah, I mean, it's just hard not
1: to – I mean, yeah, because, I mean, it's kind of like with USC, kind of like we talk about the Patriots, you know, like they were so good at that time. It's like, man, we hate yeah. this guy. You know, we hate this team. And so seeing the team basically – or I say team, but Vince Young, you know, uh, basically yeah. – and they had some NFL players, too, but Vince Young, I mean, well, that's what, I mean, they said, I think, yeah, because next year we got Arch Manning coming in, and he's the highest rated recruit since Vince Young, just not even just Texas, just in general, and, and college football. Yeah. And so, I mean, Vince Young was just a monster. I mean, and being able to take down, yeah, Reggie Bush, Wendell uh, White, Matt Leiner, I mean, that team, and Pete Carroll. I mean, we just talked about him being in the Super Bowl. I mean, yeah. Forget, yeah. I forget he was the coach of that team. But, I mean, yeah, that was just – that was a game for the ages. Like I said, they still showed on ESPN every year. And, I mean, hey, I mean, speaking of Texas, we're back. <laughs> oh, Arch Manning, man, baby.
0: Dude.
1: Oh, All gas, man. no breaks.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean,
1: I guess if you say it every year, one year it'll be true. It's got to happen eventually, right? No. I mean, maybe not. <laughs> no. I hope not. After we fire a shark, maybe it'll happen.
0: Yeah, when y'all go to the SEC and get y'all's teeth kicked in every week. You yeah. know, all right, I'll, yeah, I'll, we'll I'll just move you. on to. Uh, oh, what, do you have more to say on that? That game was amazing. That, that game was, was awesome. spectacular. Yeah. Nah, I'll leave it to that. uh, That's a game I'll watch still too, and I, I don't even have a dog in the fight. It's just mm-hmm. so great. That good. Mm-hmm. All right, I think we're gonna we're gonna try to wrap this up with our three predictions for the college football season. So t- today was the start, week zero. Poor Nebraska! I can't believe they let Scott Frost on the uh, the flight back home. Yeah, thought they might have to uh, kick him off and uh, give him a visa, make him get his own. Yeah, but, and I
1: had to edit one of these last minute because I was about to be all in on the Casey Thompson uh, sleeper Heisman train. Oh, you know, because oh, I, I mean, I thought on um, Nebraska last dude, year they, they he had played a pretty record, well. But, I mean. I didn't realize, even as a Texas fan, I didn't realize he led the Big 12 in touchdown passes last year. When yeah, I dude, that was, I was like, holy. Cow, I knew he I, and he tore. He didn't Texas play all the games. Up. He played like five. Six, he didn't play like five games, I think, because we had a uh, they put Card in too. So I surely yeah, he played I saw than that. that. I like, holy, one. but or as far as like you know, like entire, I mean, like because I didn't realize oh, yeah. he yeah, led the saying. Big 12 in touchdown passes. That was crazy. But I thought Nebraska would be a lot better, but maybe maybe they'll turn around, but. Losers find a way to lose, so I doubt it. (laughs) Clearly. But all right, so I'll start with my uh, third bold prediction, and we'll go a little rapid fire here so I can wrap it up. But my third one, all right, so this one's going to be a little off the wall, a little off the radar, and so it's it's more of a sleeper pick. But coming at number three, all right, so Spencer Rattler will be a Heisman finalist, and South Carolina's going to win the SEC East. All right holy so, crap this one's pretty ball prediction, but not too long ago going into last season before the season started spencer rattler if you would have looked at the mock drafts before last season spencer spencer rattler would have been the number one pick i mean in all the mock drafts i mean he was that yeah. high and so it's yeah. crazy how quick he falls in is caleb williams takes yeah i mean heisman favorite gonna go in the first round probably would have been the number one pick if he wouldn't have played last year you know like the people who take that route <laughs> But man, now the mighty have fallen. I mean, so quickly, you know. So yeah. was a five star recruit. And I mean, the dude was winning games. I mean, so he's won a ton of games already as a starting quarterback. He his and line so, just let him down. Exactly. I mean, Lincoln Riley was just so eager to get Caleb Williams on the field. And not Caleb Williams is awesome. He is, but I just yeah, I still believe in so was Spencer Riley. Hype, you know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But hey, I mean, I'm telling you now, the dude's due for a major bounce back year and he he's about to ball out. I mean, he won. South 14. Carolina, though. Yeah, and it's going to be tough. But, I mean, so his tight end came with him to South Carolina, and that doesn't mean everything. But they had our all right year last year with uh, Shane Beamer. And Spencer Rattler, I mean, <laughs> <There you go. laughs> Spencer Rattler freaking won. Spencer Rattler won 14 straight games as all year starter, including a Big 12 championship when he was QB1. I mean, he threw for 40 touchdowns, almost 5,000 yards as a starter. And in addition to him in the tight end, I mean, they got some nice transfers in. And Shane Beamer, I mean, last year they didn't have a quarterback. If you remember that last year. Remember they took uh, one of the grad assistant, or he wasn't even a grad assistant. But one oh, that one guy of the
0: from team. Iowa State.
1: Well, and before Zeb that – or something. Yeah, yeah. So they didn't have a guy – they didn't have a quarterback on the roster that was starting like week one. They had a guy that came in like right before It was like, hey, be the starter, you know. So he didn't yeah. have a scholarship quarterback, and I mean, that's, yeah, and they still won. I think five or six games. So, I mean, game gamecocks are about to take off, and then dome versus Bama for the SEC championship. Bama's probably going to win that one, but that's my that's my third ball <laughs> prediction. That's a good.
0: That's you know, Very these are bold. supposed to get more more bold as you go. Yeah, right? you're you not
1: know. starting with the most
0: bold. You go, go oh, they're gonna, they're gonna pretty get bold, bold bolder, most bold. So. You're starting with most bold. Like, I don't know. That's very bold.
1: Just wait. Um, we'll see. It might okay, be a little yeah. Bold see, well, mine's
0: going to sound weak sauce compared to yours, but my, my third bold prediction is Will Anderson wins Heisman. Um, you know his stats last year? He had 91 Man. tackles, 31 tackles, 31 and a half tackles for a loss, 15 and a half sacks, and nine quarterback hurries. He led the nation in the tackles for loss and in the sacks category. The guy who was who was in the running for the Heisman, Hutchinson, who is great, he's a great player, yeah, uh, 58 tackles. He had the same amount of tackles for lo- No, he had 15.5 tackles for loss, 14 sacks, and, uh, and 12 quarterback hurries, two fumbles, forced, three passes broken up. So, like, his stats were not even near Will Anderson's. Like, Jeez. how did they... I, I think I think the Heisman voters screwed him last year, and they don't like giving the award to the same player twice, like Bryce Young, you know? Like if Bryce Young goes off, Alabama's great again. They're probably going to give the award to another guy on Alabama, and I think it's going to be Will Anderson. Now, the only reason I think this – right now his odds are plus 2,000. So the fourth best odds, so it's really not that okay. bold. Yeah. But I will say I think it's bold – because only two defensive players have ever won the award, Ernie Davis in 1961 and Charles Woodson in or 1997. But they both played some offense. So, like, Woodson was a receiver, so he barely even counts. So, you know, I think that's – I
1: don't know. I think nah, that's I mean, pretty bold if that nah, happens. I mean, you're right, I mean, I think that's pretty bold because, I mean, like you said, both of them played offense, so they kind of had some extra uh, – yeah. er- they had the easier path to win the Heisman than he will. But, I mean, those stats, I didn't realize he had that much better stats. It was that than, uh, much better. Ed that's I know. I don't think I, people realized it. I'm assuming, yeah, I would guess. I'd have to say probably since Bryce Young was there, they didn't want to have two Bama players there, you know. So I, I, guess. I guess. That's the only reason that they would yeah. do that. But yeah, it's unreal, man. So, that's crazy. And he's man, he's a monster. He'll probably be the number one pick, I think, this year. I mean, I would I want him to be the number one pick. Unless he's only a sophomore. I can't but, yeah, he'll be the number one pick yeah. next year for sure.
0: Yeah, he should be. As long as he doesn't get hurt. Even if he does get hurt, he might might still get it.
1: Yeah. All right, so, number two. You sure you're ready for this one? I, I guess. We'll see in a minute, all right? But, all right, so, I'm being for real this time. We're back, all right? Texas is about to win the Texas. big championship oh, this year, baby. Blah. I'm not giving a college football playoff prediction. They're not there yet. Uh
0: because oh,
1: I don't necessarily trust, but in Quinn Ewers, <laughs> I do trust. Okay, so the highest hurt the quarterback boosters made him the starter. Hey, I mean, hey, he might have, but at a certain point, <laughs> you gotta let the guy ball out. I mean, highest rated quarterback since Vince Young, probably the highest paid quarterback since Vince Young, but well, ever. I won't say in comparison to Vince Young, but. He's probably the highest paid quarterback ever in college, you know, and maybe maybe in the NFL. But you know, <laughs> he's about to wear out some Big Twelve defenses. Long story short, all right. Yeah. So at a certain at a certain point, I mean, not only yours, but bringing in this much talent, something's got to give. Even if your coaching's a little questionable, even if your play calling's a little questionable, I mean, at a certain point, with that much talent. Something's got to give, you know. And so, not gonna lie, I think every game they lost last year, they were up at some point. So every game they lost, they were leading. And it's a crazy, crazy stat, hard to believe. I mean, their motto is "all gas, no breaks." I mean, stop laying on the brakes, you know. Let's go. Uh, You gotta mean it. I mean, I got a shirt that says "all gas, no breaks." I don't believe it, you know. Let me see it. Don't say it, do it. But I mean, you got one of the best players in college football, and Bijan Robinson. He's one of the top five uh, in the preseason Heisman list. You got some really good transfers in. You got the Bama tied in, Jaleel Billingsley. You got an Ohio State corner, Ryan Watts. You got another Bama uh, receiver that came in, then you uh receiver, a uh, G Hall. And then they had another receiver actually from Wyoming, and Isaiah Neor. but he's out for the season actually. just got hurt in a practice towards ACO for the year. So that's going to hurt a little bit, Shoot. but they've got – Jordan Whittington coming back. The offense is going to be stacked. I mean, with those transfers and also who they already have, I mean, I don't know how you stop them. But basically, this is a little bit of Texas being up and then a little bit of the Big 12 being down. So, I mean, I don't think Oklahoma is going to be as good this year under Venables. I mean, I agree. uh, I agree. Dylan Gabriel will be okay, but I think they're being a little overhyped. They shouldn't be in the top 10 in the preseason. Uh, I think they're, yeah, I mean, I think they're way overhyped. Texas, a
0: Texas fan is saying. Hey, Texas oh, ain't ranked this over-hikers.
1: year. Texas ain't ranked this year, but oh, yeah. uh, I, mean, I mean, do you agree that Oklahoma should be in the top ten this year? Uh, yeah, probably. Because I mean, new coach probably. and they lost a lot. They lost a ton of transfers. I don't know. And the so, rankings are just yeah, they're so the preseason yeah, exactly. rankings are pre-season all just like nothing. TV yeah, exactly.
0: like matchups and stuff. Mm-hmm. So,
1: but yeah, I think yeah, that's why y'all think, are always ranked. Yeah, you know, we're not this year, so that's why I'm thinking we'll get the opposite yeah, effect. Yeah. Maybe you know, maybe we'll maybe we'll climb up yeah. a little
0: bit. You know. I mean, we will do the same song and dance every year. To
1: be honest, I'm surprised we're not because they do like to overhype us a little bit. But, you know, I'll take it. You know, I'll take the underdog role. Uh, But, yeah, Oklahoma's (laughs) down. Then Oklahoma State lost their D coordinator to Ohio State. And so, Oklahoma State was in the Big 12 championship last year. They lost a little bit, lost their coordinator. And their defense was really good last year. So, that's going to be a big loss and a big gain for Ohio State. But – Baylor will be okay, I think, but nothing special. I think they're a little overhyped in the polls as well. I mean, they were good last year. I mean, them and Oklahoma State won that it in the Big Twelve Championship. Just I, I think they'll be okay. Just not I don't know. I I think their coach is good. Aranda's good, but I don't I don't know. I just don't think they have that talent, you know. And the, they're solid. I mean, they may be there. Uh I think it'll be them or Oklahoma State playing in the championship, you know, against Texas. But I don't think all these should be in the I've top definitely 10. got something to say about that, but
0: but so maybe we save it for
1: – Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. But all that, you know, all these teams being a little iffy, a little down, recipe for a Texas Big 12 championship, you know. Now, I'm not saying they're going to beat Bama beat week <laughs> two or anything, you know. I'm not saying that. So, I'm not going too bold. I'm not saying we're beating Bama week two. But, hey, baby How do you steps. think y'all do against Bama week two? Baby steps. How bad y'all uh, lose? You know, uh, man – you know, maybe Saban will take it easy on Sarkisian a little bit, you know, since uh, it's, you know, it's former uh, coordinator. Yeah, know, but, he uh, definitely has that.
0: He doesn't, but, def- definitely has that vibe, doesn't
1: he? I mean, first off, who's taking it easy? You know, why we playing Bama? But, uh, you know, <laughs> can we play Alabama State? But, uh, you know, but, well, uh, maybe, at least now if we lose, it's okay. You know, if we lose, You still haven't an answered my we'll question. Lose. How bad do you think y'all are going to lose? Uh, man, give me. Ask me, ask me next week. Let me see, let me see us against UTSA. But right now, okay. I would say maybe we can hang. I I think we can hang with them. We're not gonna beat them. I'll, I'll go ahead and say that. I think we can hang with them. But I'm gonna need to see the offense and I need to see what Doers has got. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going off the. Yeah. I'm going off the five bucks I chipped in. You know the boosters. That's all. You know that's it. But uh. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think y'all lose by 24. But I mean, yeah. I'll slip him a dollar. You know, if we can hang in there a little bit. But uh. <laughs> but baby hey, steps. You know, we're not gonna beat Bama, but. Take advantage of the down year in the Big Twelve, get a New Year's six ball win. I mean, we got one a few years ago. Now that was with a different coach. But hey, one at a time. And then next year bring in Arch Manning, let him sit a year behind Quinn. And hey, we're back. Hook him. Maybe dropping a natty prediction next year. Who knows? You know, we got we gotta uh, got see mean, a little bit. We gotta I mean, see. We'll a little see little how bit first. this prediction hey, goes first. How about that? Let's yeah, how, let's go yeah, let's see, you know, baby steps, you know, baby steps.
0: He can't fault you for your confidence.
1: Appreciate you. Hopefully. It's
0: funny. I mean, I'm, I'm a tech fan, so my confidence is, hey, maybe we win eight games this year. That'd be awesome.
1: Yeah. Well, hey, I right. mean, hey, we had a losing record last year, so I mean, this this yeah, true. Prod- this, we made a prediction game. could this prediction could be terrible. I don't know. But like I said, we were up in all the games we lost, so maybe, uh, yeah, I think it is a terrible prediction, too,
0: but we'll so. see. I mean, you could be you could be right. Get uh, we'll, playing on that worry. fandom. All right my uh, my number my number two is Pitt makes the playoffs. Uh. Mm. Last year in Clemson's down year, uh, it was a chance for everyone in the ACC to rise up, and Pitt was the one who, to do it. Um, they lost, obviously, Kenny Pickett, but they mm-hmm. returned all five starting linemen. They reload at QB with Kevin Slovis, who threw 30 touchdowns as a freshman at USC. They still have solid weapons at skill positions, even though they lost their best receiver, Addison. They reloaded on the transfer uh, portal.
1: Like, mm-hmm. It's kind of like a free agency. Free agency,
0: yeah, uh, exactly on defense they didn't lose hardly anyone and they finished second in the nation in sacks, fifth in tackles for loss and had 16 interceptions uh, and the real reason I picked them to make the playoffs is because I, again, don't really believe in Clemson again because of, I don't think they have a fear, not figured out a quarterback, I don't think DJ uh, how do you say his last name?
1: Oogaly. Oogaly. I, don't, I don't know, I'd be lying if I told you yeah, yeah. I losing DJ. our credibility here but DJ you.
0: I don't think he's it and the other right. thread is Miami, who seems to be like the Texas of the ACC, always overhyped, and then they are not that good. Plus, they don't even have to play. Pitt doesn't even have to face Clemson in the year. Like, if they yeah, face they them, nice it'll be schedule. an ACC championship. Um, yeah, their schedule is, yeah, right. is good. So, I, I don't know. I, I kind of discovered this one just looking into like, okay, what what do I think about this season? And I was like, holy cow, Pitt has a has a path. I yeah, think exactly. they might could do it. Now, we'll see quick. I think their first two games are like West Virginia, uh, which I'm yeah, they, hyped. That's I am hyped that, to watch that game. They're the first that game on Thursday, man. I'm,
1: they're the first game yes. next week on Thursday, man. I'm pumped to get home and watch yes. that one. Yeah, it's going to be good because you and got J- JT Daniels or West JT,
0: Virginia. JT, yeah, on the other mm-hmm. side, yeah. yeah the U- USC nice. uh, <laughs> the
1: leftovers playing freaking, each other. Yeah, transfers freaking everywhere.
0: Yeah, that's going to be sweet, and I love that rivalry. Uh, and I have some – West Virginia fans if they're listening to this they're just hating it because they hate Pitt. And so that game's going to be a blast. Mm-hmm. And then Tennessee is their next game. And if they beat West Virginia okay. and Tennessee, yeah. I think they win. I think they win uh in their ACC schedule. But, you know, this yeah. prediction is going to look stupid or great uh within the first 2 weeks. So,
1: yeah. I, mean, yeah. I mean, you're not I mean, you're not wrong, especially not having to play Clemson. Uh Till the championship, if they if they were yeah. to make it there, because I mean that's usually and that's what I usually say about Clemson. Uh, is I mean they're shot, the the big the big deal is just getting there, you know. So if I can just be undefeated yeah. to that time, we get there, and then we can figure out if we can play with Bama and get there. But exactly, I mean, the, yeah. The way normally they can't, they can't, but every now and then. And so if the ACC is usually down, I mean, yeah, I mean, you yeah. can get there, do it. All right, so at number one, so you just gave your pit prediction making the playoffs. So I'm going to go ahead and give you who's making the college football playoff. All four teams. All right, so go ahead and mark your calendars, mark this video, okay. make your bets in Vegas because this is happening. All right. So <laughs> we don't off, condone betting. You do what you don't, want. Don't condone betting, but you know if you yeah yeah you yeah. know if you want to listen to this podcast, cause <laughs> you maybe maybe on something. But first mm-hmm. off, we'll get the obvious ones out of the way. All right, so number. So we'll get the usual suspects. Number one, obviously Alabama, Roll Tide, been Stacked, you got Bryce Young, Will Anderson, like you were just talking about. So maybe the last year's Heisman and this Heisman, if what you predicted comes true. But they're gonna be back. Yeah. Nick Sab- Nick Saban don't miss. Then number two, and your champion. But at number two, which these two will be an epic battle in the championship, then but at number two, we got the Ohio State Bucas. Us. All right. So CJ Stroud versus Bryce Young, the top two quarterbacks in next year's draft. I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be epic, but it's it's about to go down in the championship. So if this happens, if these two make it to the championship, I think it'll be a good game. But so you got you got him, then you got Jackson Smith and Jigba, Texas boy receiver. Look at right now, both guys are gonna be the champs. All right. So number three. All right. So this is dude, such number, a homer. I, <laughs> I'm, you know, respect. You know, yeah. hey, now I didn't say Texas was gonna be that good. Okay, I said the Big That's Twelve. That's true. So, I mean, okay. you said they're gonna exactly. win the Big Twelve, so your amazing. team it's is amazing. gonna win the Big Twelve and win the championship. Well, so. hey, I said big, a combination of Big Twelve down, Texas. You know, Texas rising. I, I, yeah, I got you. Getting maybe seven wins instead of five. You know, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, but, anyway, yeah. but okay, back on track. All right, so number three. All right, so you just predicted Pitt to win the ACC because the ACC is a little weak. And so I'm taking Clemson. All right. So number three, I got Clemson. So I think they're going to be back this year. I'm I'm with you on the questionable quarterback play, but I think the rest of their team is uh, stacked enough. Because I mean, last year they had a down year and still went ten and three. So far, yeah. No, and I'm with you because and but like I said, last year they had a down year, so called down year, and still went ten and three. So not a bad year. Yeah. I mean, and I think they're going to bounce back because they they didn't lose a lot. And I mean. The ACC may be a little tougher than usual because I mean NC State's okay this year, I think, and then I think Miami will be all right and Pitt obviously, but still it's fairly tame. So I mean I think Dabble will have them back in the playoff this year because well I don't think they'll win it, but with the ACC being weaker, like I said, the main part of the game is just getting there. If we can have one or zero losses, chances are we're going to make the playoff. You yeah. know if you can win the if yeah. you can win the champion or win your conference championship, so. The first three I would consider locks. All right, so I think they're without a doubt. Come December, they're going to make the playoff. All right, number four, I believe in them because they've got a pretty weak schedule and they're pretty good last year. But this one's not a complete lock, but I think they'll make it. So number four, I've got Utah. All right, so the Pac-12 is always pretty weak. And Utah, USC will be a force this year, but or be a force, but not just yet. You know, I mean, I think they'll be okay, but they're not. Yeah. not going to get there just yet. And so, and this is more so Utah. I didn't know what they had last year. Uh, Ohio State played them in the Rose Bowl. So that's kind of where I got my first chance at watching them. So they've actually got a Texas transfer quarterback. Great game. Uh, yeah, great. Yeah, great game. Yeah, close game. I mean, it's a yeah, good game, entertaining game. But they've actually got a Texas transfer quarterback. So Cameron Rising. And so I didn't realize he had went there when he transferred out. But I mean. They, they gave Ohio State a run for their money in that Rose Bowl. I mean, and they – Ohio State was pretty good last year. They've got a lot of the same team coming back. But Utah, I man, they – yeah, they get them. They jumped on them early. Yeah. I mean, they they won the Pac-12 championship last year and they've got 13 starters back. So, I mean, it's – they've got all the recipe there for – if they can get through the week Pac-12 without dropping any – you might even could drop one, to be honest with you. he might could drop one game and still make it. But – their is weak enough, I think, and should be tame enough to where I think they can get through the Pac-12 and probably make the playoff.
0: Yeah, I still think your first prediction is the most wild.
1: It's pretty off the wall, you know, but hey, and Spencer Rattler, I trust. Uh, I've seen him carve yeah. up Texas enough to, you know, be a fan. But, uh...
0: <laughs> My number one, Baylor only wins six games. You kind of hinted at it earlier. Okay, okay. I think
1: they're only going to win six games.
0: Uh, they're going to go from winning the Big 12 to just an average team. See, so, yeah, um, I actually thought they, you were
1: gonna go the opposite way on my uh, prediction. I thought you were about to say, no, "Oh, you it did." be Really good, yeah. Because I didn't realize you are gonna agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, dude. It makes me. They feel even better.
0: so the year before, like not last year, but the year before that, they were two and seven, mm. two and seven in that weird COVID year. Yeah. Um, and last year they were four and one in one score games. So you know it's likely they're gonna regress some. Mm. They lost the majority of their skill core and their secondary. They're one of the team's losing the most yardage production in the country. So like passing yards, they only returned 21% with Shapin. In rushing yards, they only returned 14% with McWilliams. And then in receiving yards, they only returned 21% with Sims. So like, they really are not getting hardly any of their offense back. Um, Blake Shapin, they ran off Bohannon. um, Their starting quarterback last year, that won them the Big 12. Mm. And they... They instead are going in with Blake Shapen, which I mean, apparently they believe in him. Like honestly, the so, coaches know awesome. more than I do, so yeah. it's yeah, like cause you would think. But the, I would, mean, that uh, is a
1: risk. Yeah, you would think they would wait a little bit, like most people do. Like, let's try to keep keep both of them here. But he came out in the spring, yeah. didn't he? Uh, and said, "Like, yeah, oh, this guy's the starting quarterback. So yeah, this is the guy.
0: I mean, and props to him for not like stringing this guy out. Oh, yeah. So, I mean." <laughs> I do like a as a coach. I think he's good. I just No hundred percent. I don't know. I just don't think they're gonna be as good as they were. I think they're a little overhyped right now. They don't have they're just they just don't have the same players. They're not mm-hmm. the same team, you know? Yeah, I'm with you. Um and Shapin, he's only played like really three games and in one of them he wasn't even very good against tech, which is where I saw him the most. So I was like, I think that's colored my perception of him as like mm-hmm. he's an okay quarterback, you know. Their travel schedule—it's somewhat brutal. They got to go to BYU, Iowa State, Oklahoma, and Texas. Um, You know, and things could really take a turn for them if their defense isn't quite up to what they were in 2021. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you know, their schedule doesn't get easier. You know, it's just kind of—it's kind of a tough schedule.
1: So, Mm -hmm.
0: I think that I think they might just be an average team.
1: Yeah, I mean, because definitely – I mean, in addition to the Big 12, I mean, BYU is no joke either. I mean, they're they're in the top 25 preseason as well. So, I mean, that's – yeah, that's going to be a tough schedule. And yeah. I'm with you. I think Delman Oklahoma State last year, they both played in the uh, Big 12 championship, but it was more like they just didn't lose games. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think they were – yeah. yeah just, don't necessarily – not just – yeah. Just I mean, they were both the good
0: teams. They won their bowl games. 100 Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. But, yeah, yeah, you're right. They were 100%. like – yeah, or just yeah, and yeah, maybe even good, just not.
0: I think Oklahoma yeah. State has a better chance because they're returning a lot of that same team. That I agree because
1: they have still got yeah. uh, their quarterback. So yeah, uh, Spencer right. Sanders. So mm-hmm.
0: so all right. I mean, good predictions. We'll see what happens uh, over the season. Mm-hmm. I guess yeah, we'll next see. week we'll try and trying to keep up with like maybe what's going on, what's happening that Saturday.
1: Yes, yeah, so we'll yeah bring a little yeah bring a little recap of kind of what happened, and then maybe kind of lay out what we saw that, you know, combined with this week, week zero and week one, and kind of lay out, you know, where we might have been wrong and also what we might envision uh, happening. And I know it's, yeah, don't want to make too many assumptions off of one week, but there, there's some big games next weekend. I don't know if you've looked at it, but there's like three or four top 25 yes. games. Like I didn't realize, yes. even as Ohio State – I'm so excited. I didn't, realize, I didn't realize Ohio State was playing Notre Dame week one. I didn't realize that. Like that's going to be yeah. – that's gonna be a big game. And then you got big time. George Georgia and Oregon are playing. And Cincinnati so, and Arkansas. Cincinnati and Arkansas. I mean, it's for week one, it's gonna be it's gonna be nice. And then I mean Houston and UTSA. I mean, that was two of the better uh power five teams last year. Utah's got Florida. I mean, that's that might yeah. be tougher than most of the Pac twelve teams they'll play. I mean, that's a test right there. Yeah, for real. It's <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's going to be. Do a you know is game. that
0: one at Utah or is it at Florida?
1: All right, so yeah, actually Utah's playing in the swamp, so that's going to be that's oh, that's no easy. Oh, out. That's going and be you've got
0: them going to the
1: that's playoffs. That's going to be tough. Well, I, I mean, you yeah, think, if you,
0: you think they can do it, huh?
1: Yeah, I think they can, and the good thing about that is, if that's their toughest game, usually if you can drop it week one and then win the rest. Of, no, yeah, I still true. think I, th- I think yeah. they'll be Florida. I think they'll be Florida because yeah. Florida's got a new coach bringing in Billy Napier and. They they weren't as. Swamp's good just so year, hard to play. You know, at. But Swamp's I would definitely agree with you right. if they were going to uh, Utah. I mean, yeah, I think I think they'll win that one. But I mean, either way, uh, if you if you're gonna lose, you want to lose early. So if you can lose week one, then when you know roll the Pac-12 because that that's their toughest game almost, in my opinion. I think Florida's better than the majority, if not all, of the Pac-12 teams because I think Oregon's pretty overrated this year because I mean they got a new coach too. So yeah uh because yeah. yeah i mean why would he have left there that good but you know, uh but yeah uh that's gonna be a tough one especially in the swamp but i think utah will pull it out because utah, utah impressed me last year in that rose bowl
0: i think they got a chance i got they got a chance so yeah, you yeah. want to end it with uh something random do you have something random yeah, let's let All right sweet going. so my something random is have you ever seen a fire tornado
1: I have not, actually. I've never... Uh, You've not seen a fire of tornado? I'd be lying if I said I heard of a fire tornado, man. I yeah,
0: I did not know this was a thing. But fire tornadoes, sometimes called fire devils or fire nados, occur when extreme rising heat is met with turbulent wind conditions. The vortex of a tornado sucks in combustible gases and burning debris and creates a fire tornado. This happened in Los Angeles Gosh. County, northwestern Los Angeles County, on August 10th. They have a video of it. It's just a helicopter just is like, whoa, what's that? And then they zoom in and it's straight up. There's a tornado of fire. (laughs) Like, uh, I don't know. Like, yeah, it's It's in time stuff right there. Yeah, exactly. So I'll put a link in our like uh, description if you want to like click
1: on it and just see it. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. All right. You got some random? Uh, Yeah, I got one random thing. All right. So kind of piggybacking, talking about the college football stuff that we've been talking about. Yeah. All right, so even if you're not an Ohio State fan, you know about their band. All right, so dot and the eye, you know how they do on the Ohio. So they write it out, and then they've got the one guy that dots to the eye for the Ohio. Uh huh. But all right, so the first band to perform that. All right, so the first fan, first band to dot the eye. You got to guess who it was. You would guess Ohio State, right? I, I would have. Right, yeah, So you guess Ohio State, but it wasn't. All right, so. It was it was Michigan. All right. So their biggest rival was the first what? team to do that. So the first team to make the band dot the I and ride out of Ohio was Michigan. They did it for Ohio State because yeah, that their band was bigger at that time. So to be able to do that. But that's crazy crazy stat to me. I mean a crazy fact. So wait, so not what you would expect.
0: So the Michigan band, the Ohio, they, the Ohio Michigan started the Ohio band mm-hmm. was doing it, and then they were like, "Hey, Boy. we don't have enough for the eye and the
1: Michigan band helped them. No, so no, so the first band to perform this whole thing was the Michigan band, Michigan school band. So they the spelled band out even. Ohio. Mm-hmm. So the first band to ever perform that, was wow, Michigan. not not people were much expect. kinder back then. Yeah, because I mean that's their yeah, if, yeah. Ohio State Ain't Michigan, a chance that they do that
0: now. Ohio no State chance. Michigan
1: is. Yeah, I mean, that's the rival for Ohio State. So that's the big game, what they call it. So, I mean, yeah. That is interesting.
0: I had one. I had one in case we wanted to stick to like college football stuff. Yeah. Did you see the Bob
1: Stoops versus Calipari stuff? I did. I read a little bit on that that they were, yeah, his Kentucky football school is it a basketball school. What is it? Yeah.
0: Calipari said, oh, uh, it's a basketball school. We need to be able to upgrade our facilities. And then Bob Stoops took offense to that on Twitter, and, like, now they're, like, those coaches are, like, fighting in their own school about crazy. whether crazy. the school's football or basketball. It's just so odd.
1: Yeah, dude. I, yeah. I mean, Ken, Kentucky football is on the up a little bit, but it, it ain't. it's not Kentucky basketball. It's so. Yeah, it, it, exactly. It's a basketball school.
0: But the thing no, is, too, is, football's just king in the United no, States, exactly. I think. Football's it's, just king. Like, no, I mean, Kentucky right. would I mean, probably have to ditch their basketball team if nah, they want to, to money. money.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you yeah. were to have to pick one sport, it most likely be football in most places.
0: Yeah. I'd be interested on that one to see if it really was. Uh but yeah. All right. Well I guess we'll we'll wrap it up on that. Uh see y'all next week and uh thanks for listening. Uh you can like and subscribe or whatever. I don't know what 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 is it give us a five star rating. What does Bomani say if you don't give us 5 stars we're inclined to think you're a hater. So Amen to that. Yeah.
1: Couldn't have said it better myself. Amen to
0: that. All right. Hey, let's uh let's meet back up next week talk some more college let's football. Do it, man, let's talk some college football. And movies <laughs> and video games if something happens. So. Exactly. All, All right. right. College football weekend.